Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment lovers. Today's guests certainly have a love of their individual crafts. Later in the hour, actor Josh Allen talks about his start in theater. And in just a few minutes, comedian Nathan Holtz gives us the details about this weekend's Snow Jam Comedy Festival. As you can tell, a bit of a raspy voice. Thankfully, those interviews were done before the raspy voice came along. So please, bear with me through the parts that I have to speak in a less than ideal way. Plus, we'll tell you who gets this week's honorable mention, as well as draw for another winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday, so a day early, we start the party. Lift them up high, whatever type of container you have for a beverage and whatever that beverage may be. Salute it to compliments. It's nice when we receive them, isn't it? You know what else is great? When you give one. You give a compliment. Receiving compliments. Those are great things, but learning how to accept one is an even bigger thing. Some people have a tough time with it. Some people will give you that, uh, oh, no, not me, and things along that line. But if you receive a compliment, if it feels awkward to you, then just do me this favor and just say, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay? Not that tough to say, is it? It makes the person that gave the compliment feel better, too. It is time to pick a lucky winner of the Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. We draw a winner each week, and this week we say congratulations to Rollin Wingert. We'll be in touch with you, Rollin, to get you all set up for some jowl drop and show stop and thin crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster is brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, Sonny'sPizzeria.com. What made Dave smile, laugh, giggle, guffaw, etc. over the past week? It made me smile. It's that ability to keep learning, learning something new. I'm 60 years old, and I have been in love with audio and video gear and production and creativity, mostly that being in audio. But last week, I was in a video shoot 
for a training video. Fascinated by the way that that training video comes together in terms of the filming portion. So honorable mention goes out to always being able to learn something new. Later in the hour, we speak with actor Josh Allen, but coming up next, comedian Nathan Holtz joins us to talk about this weekend's Snow Jam Comedy Festival on the Dave Holly Hour. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T-South Dakota. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Support the Dave Holly Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup in the lower left corner of www.davehollyhour.com. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you know what I love to say. Yes, it is a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And the pleasure is the fact that you get some great people that uh, are on the show for the first time. Then you get people that are veterans of this program. And you get people that are involved in a number of things. And that's what we have in today's guest. Nate Holtz, you are here not just as Nate Holtz the comedian, but as a member of snow jams board of directors yeah yeah great to have you and that uh, you know this comes out on thursday so first today, day first day of snow jam yeah. this is this is incredible we're finally doing it it's been a year this is our eighth year doing wow. snow jam comedy Festival. that's awesome it's incredible it's it, it it's gone by so slow <laughs> i'm kidding hang no. on <laughs> yes there we go first one in for the day already he's on top of it yeah except we, you're not to every nine seconds yet no uh, yeah. we, it's 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 incredible uh doing eight years of this thing mm-hmm. that started out as a joke you know eight years ago nine years ago we thought it would be funny to bring uh comedians to the best place on the earth in the During the worst January. time, yes. yeah, yeah. So we always thought it was funny. Like, let's bring comedians here in the dead of winter when no one would come, uh, <laughs> and see if we could, you know, trick these people into coming. Uh, and we did, and, and surprisingly, been, they did. And we've been doing it for eight years. It's it's absolutely incredible. How has it changed in the eight years? We've added some. We've did. We're learning it. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, uh, I think every every outing is a learning experience this year. We're, we're trying to take what we've learned over the years and taking the feedback from the comedians and from the audiences and growing and trying to make this festival the best one yet. Um, we have two headliners, amazing headliners. When we started, we didn't do any headliners. Um, we just, you know, had a bunch of comedians and 
we're not doing theme shows this year. We're just going to be doing just straight stand-up comedy shows. Okay. Um, we have the headliners are incredible. She's uh, Jackie Cation. Yeah. She has the podcast The Dork Forest, as well as a brilliant stand-up comedian. So she's going to be on Saturday, and we're going to record an uh, an episode of Dork Forest live. And Fantastic. Then, yeah, very cool. And then she'll be doing stand-up that night. And so that's really great. And then Miss Shannon or Shannon Paul, mm-hmm. um, Ben, Nick at, Mo- uh, Nick Moms, uh, Nick at Night kind of TV programming, as well as the voice of hip hop in the Twin Cities. Uh, she is one spectacular woman, and we're very excited to have her at the festival this year. And she'll be performing when? She'll be performing Friday. Friday night. Friday okay. night. Yep. Where will a lot of events take place? Oh, that's a great question. So Thursday night's going to be at Remedy, but it's going to be at the Remedy the uh, new place, 611. Right? 611? Yeah, yeah, it's over on um, the north side of town, kind of over by the arena, right by the the, the birdcage. Yeah. Um, and it used to be that Rise place, the indoor... Um, um, indoor go kart place. Oh, there yeah. we go. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't last long, but no. you know. But Remedy's really taking over that place, making it a cool spot. Yeah, so and, and Remedy's that. good people. Yeah, they're the. Oh, they're so helpful. Yeah. So I, helpful. I remember last year. You know, they used that back room that was yeah. associated with uh, their uh, their downtown location. Yeah, and, and that was fun. It was fun. Yeah, we're gonna try to turn this room into something special as well. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's a big warehouse, so we're okay. hoping to help when, make that make good. When you say that, is there a, a hint toward the future of we're gonna make this room something special, not just for Snow Jam, but maybe? Uh, maybe they're gonna do something. Okay, well, you know, I I can't I can't speak to their plans, right? Because uh, they're not my plans. <laughs> we're we are excited. Are they your dreams though? We're consider we're very excited <laughs> to continue working with Remedy in the future. Yes, yeah. is is the diplomatic way we're saying that um and then uh friday night's going to be at one of my new favorite venues in town spellbound magic Theater. yes um travis nye travis nye's spellbound is incredible so that's what we're going to see friday night uh that's one of the things we learned too is we're going to have all of the shows in one location each night so instead of trying to drive across right. town in this terrible weather and you know getting through these streets that are all potholed up. We're well, not just... only potholed up, but they're all one lane now. <laughs> exactly. There used to be a turning lane here. Yeah. Where did that go? Yeah. When did we get a divider? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Saturday is going to be at Bosses and Tea. So that one's going to end real well with Jackie Cation. We've got a lot of great um, stand-up showcases. Once again, if you're not familiar with Snow Jam, what we do is we bring 30 comics from all over the mm-hmm. country to the greatest place on earth during the worst prime, worst time, and uh, we we throw some uh, we throw some comedy shows in um, to raise money for great organizations that affect yeah. the Sioux Falls community. All right, and so those organizations this year, then we're going to be we're donating this year to two different uh, organizations that do great stuff for the Sioux Falls community. We're doing the Transformation Project, um, and then the Compass Center. And both of those guys do a lot of outreach and community help uh, for their prospective areas. So we're very, very excited to have them on board this year and uh, try a new, you know, um, try a new thing where we're splitting up the money towards two organizations. All right. So you mentioned that it's 30 comedians. Uh, you've got two headliners. So how many people are we going to see as openers and feature acts and so forth prior to a headliner? Um, and then where else will we see all the others then? That is a great question. So there's going to be a bunch of showcases, right? Mm-hmm. So those are those are going to be 
um, sprinkled through the whole day, right? So Thursday, Friday, you're going to see two, two showcases, three showcases, four. Um, the schedule's not right Multiple. in front of me. It's a lot of shows. <laughs> it's a lot of shows. There's a lot of entertainment. It's 30 comics crammed into three days. So it's, it's going to be a lot. Um, but uh, and then for the headliners, it will just be a traditional show where it's like three or four people okay. before. So yeah, for the evening. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there any type of, uh, you know, uh, workshop and so forth this year? Anything yes. like that going on? Yes. I believe we're going to have an improv workshop. Uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, we're still figuring out dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And then uh, also Dan's EPK. Um, oh yeah which i've attended twice now yeah (laughs) well you know i pick up something every time i hear it you know isn't that the the truth about uh some sort of education i was just telling somebody this the other day that uh you know there was in college my sophomore year i had a particular general studies science class i had Mm -hmm. to take i knew i was gonna not do well i didn't know at that point you could take either pass fail instead of having to have a grade i wish i'd known that (laughs) instead it's the only d i ever got in college yeah uh but you know i still remember one little statistic from it okay he said seven percent of all diseases are nosocomial diseases diseases that you pick up while in the hospital yeah that stupid ass little fact is stuck with me now it's, 35 it's years locked in that brain <laughs> in that brilliant brain of yours so yes you may sit there and go oh my god this but there's I, probably something you will get out of it there's also something about reinforcement i just recently took a class about the business stuff and it was it was reinforcement of stuff that i am doing that is working but also ideas to make those things work better right so once you have the concept sometimes it's nice to hear it again just to reinforce those things um, and internalize that behavior. So even if you have taken that class already, I think it's still worth it. Right. Know? Yeah. Very much so. Because uh, in, in you know just like rereading a book, rewatching a movie, yeah, you uh, can, something along that time, you can oh. gleam some new right. insights. You, you'll right. get something. How's it been going for you? I mean, you have been out and about a lot. I've been working. I've been working. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've been out doing a lot of like uh, private events yeah. and, and on the road quite a bit lately. Uh, I got a new Prius, so I've got to try to try to make does the it have all wheel drive. <laughs> it does not have all wheel drive. <laughs> Neither does our Kia. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I get 50 miles per gallon. Oh, and yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely great. Um, everything's good. My daughter's four years old, which is yeah. crazy. And my wife is uh, hanging out. With a four-year-old a lot. Yeah. Uh, is she still at the pavilion? Yes, she's still oh, at the pavilion. Yeah. Yeah, great, which is a great spot down there. It's a wonderful. And they keep yeah. they keep doing did you go to that new arts night? Yes, the, I did. That new arts night where they, they had like they had like locals take yeah, over the okay. gallery. I don't want to say six oh five because that's another event, but yeah. it was uh, I know exactly the one you're talking and about. I, I can't remember the name, but it was so cool. Yeah, it was. It was so fact, cool. Uh it was a couple hundred dollars worth of cool. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got by pretty good then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was some great stuff there, no my, doubt. And my daughter found a stuffed bear that was knitted, and it was a Grateful Dead dancing bear. <laughs> and so she's like, "I want that." And I was like, "This is the only thing I can't say no to." Right? right. It's like something that I also want. <laughs> 
yeah, I got a couple stickers and stuff like that. So it was all right. Well, talking about, you know, local, you know, investing in your local community and so forth. This is a great opportunity this weekend to do so, not just investing, but also giving back uh, Mm -hmm. since it is, uh, you know, a couple of different organizations that will benefit from it. But also to see the local talent. Yeah. You know, there's... uh, at least a dozen comedians in time in town now, aren't there? I, I'd say there's 25, 20, yeah, 25, I 30. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. yeah. So six or seven locals will be on Snow Jam, mm-hmm. um, which is, is you know, a testament to their talent. Right. right. We've got a really a great talent pool here in Sioux Falls um, that really connect with audiences, not just here, but all across the country. And so, you know, working comedians, people that are funny, people that get it, people that you know, it might not be your cup of tea, but still are awesome, you know, and we're very lucky to have such a great uh, uh, talent pool. But you know that yeah. you you do a, a thing highlighting the arts in this area. Yeah. So you understand there's talented people. I, here. I, I think that uh, I, I counted the other day and in the 162 episodes, I've had 237 different guests and, and total guest appearances is 300. 90 something yeah, yeah that's incredible yeah and uh, what it, what is so great about it is nobody's the same no everybody's no. an individual no matter what art or entertainment they happen to be involved in yeah and that's what's great about when you go to a snow jam comedy festival is yeah 30 different comedians you're gonna get 30 different comedians yeah. not 15 of so-and-so yeah that's the thing too is like it's it, everyone everyone if you don't like the guy that's on stage or the gal that's on stage, just wait eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're talking about the headliners. Right. But, you know, that's on you. Uh, yeah. And then at the end of their show, <laughs> sorry, nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 pretty incredible. And and if you want to check out the schedule, the easiest way is to go to snowjamcomedyfest.com. If you go to the website, they have ticket links to each individual show, or you can buy a festival pass, which will get you into all of the events. And uh, that's the best value. If you can't make it, we totally understand. There's also, uh, if you come to the show, want to donate, we definitely take donations Mm -hmm. to help these great organizations. All right. Uh, So you've got uh, five locals. You've got uh, 30 overall, which Mm -hmm. includes two headliners. How many submissions were there for it, though? Just under 300. Wow. So all across the nation, people want to come to Sioux Falls in this lovely time of the year. Yeah. Uh, that is such a testament. Okay, so we talked earlier about how's it changed Yeah. from year one to now. Yeah. Year one, when you were thinking this was going to be a joke, how many submissions? We had like 150, 170. So you doubled, basically. We've almost doubled, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really incredible. Um, and with the feedback we're getting from comedians, it's one of their favorite festivals to come. It's not a competition. Mm-hmm. That's why there's no o- W in snow. Right. Because uh, no one gets the W. So uh, <laughs> it's not a competition. It's it's just fun. It's like a it's like a camp. It's like, um, you know, it's, it's all for a good cause. It's a party. Come out and party yeah. with us, you know. Uh, and, you know, if, if you've never taken a class in comedy, this is a great way to get a, a, a yeah. teaching in it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you've obviously, you're going to have, you did mention that the, there's going to be an imp- possibly yeah. an improv uh, workshop and so forth. Yeah. Which I would love since I've done a lot of improv in yeah. the past. But um, even if you're just sitting there and observing and you're taking in somebody's timing, mm-hmm. how they build a bit. Yeah. 
how they have callbacks oh, yeah. in their routine and so forth. Absolutely. That's all beneficial if, if that's something that you want to be. And yeah. I think one of the other great things about the uh, comedic community that we have here is the fact that everybody wants to help you. Oh, yeah. It's such a, it's this such is, a nurturing community. Yeah. This yeah. is not a, oh, you want to get in comedy, huh? Oh, there's another one that we have. <laughs> it, it's a, oh, great. Hey, yeah. you know, anything you need, let me know. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, it's, it's a beautiful, you know, thing that we built, um, you know, over the last co uh, couple decades. Yeah, true. Um, I've been doing this for 12, 13 years, and it, it's just really, you know, it's grown. We've lost people. We've gained people. You know, it, it just, it, it's always changing, and, and we love that about it. You know, we're, we're constantly growing and learning and, and building, and yeah, and I think Snow Jam's been a, a very welcoming part of that. You know, um, it, it showcases the best of Sioux Falls, right? It showcases the best of our area. You know, uh, previously we had given our money to the Special Olympics, which is such a great organization. Mm -hmm. And I think the Transformation Project and the Compass Center are doing such amazing things for our community, for people that need help, that we, um, you know, I, I think gives them a chance to showcase what they're doing. All right. Love it. And so looking forward to everything. Uh, let's talk more about you. Because yeah. I always enjoy that. Well, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and I wanted to say thank you so much, Dave. For being such a great supporter of a snow jam but b oh. just everything going on in sioux falls and this area like you truly not you put your money where your mouth is and and i and i truly thank you for that thank you you stay involved uh, yeah. you do everything you possibly can you glorify the arts in this area you show like we're at sunny's pizzeria right yeah. now you're showing great local pizza places and stuff like that i what you do is absolutely incredible, and I can't thank you enough. Well, well, I, I certainly appreciate it. And it. It's out of the joy of my heart, though. And thank you so much for sponsoring the festival. You're this quite year. welcome. That's well, see, you know that uh, the podcast itself doesn't yeah. make me much money. No. Although I am getting a nice little boost this year yeah. that uh, will come out in about a week or two. We'll we'll talk about it. Uh, but uh, for the most part, I always joke and say that the podcast makes me twelve bucks a week, which is enough to have a place to host it. Yeah. And as well to uh, have a website. Yeah. But where it's paid off for me is everything else I've been able to be involved mm -hmm. in. Uh, you know, and this is uh, we're in, into the, well, into the fourth now. You know, it's been three yeah. years. And at first, nothing. Then over the past couple of years, everything else that I do started to build up a little better. Yeah. And it was like, you know what my goal is? Isn't to make X amount of money, but it's to have enough to have season tickets to Premier Playhouse, Mighty yeah. Force and Arts Players, Old Town Dinner Theater, Good yeah. Night Theater, have enough left over to sponsor things like this. Yeah. Uh, and also, I'm going to sponsor uh, Supercon oh, coming up in uh, October. That's great. And so it's just, it, it's been good. Uh, and then I immediately want to give it right back, you know, yeah. and, and do things for people. And so that's, I, I certainly appreciate that. I, I mean it, but from the bottom of my heart, yeah. thank you. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. And uh, thank you for being such a, a great, uh, you know, comedian. And uh, and I love the way you work. Um, and I know that, uh, you know, it, it's such an interesting thing now because comedy is going to include vulgarity. Sure. Yes, we know that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's uh, taken for granted. Yeah. When it comes to going to a bar, yeah. going to a place where it's a, a setting for comedy, that's going to happen. But so many of you are taking the steps yeah. to do 
clean shows because you know that there's money out there in that corporate stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't work clean exclusively, but I, I do. Why? But you can. I you do, have that ability. I do like to, and I and even my 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 dirtiest is not that filthy. True. Um, I, in fact, know. I told that to somebody the other day. I said the great thing about Nate is, you know. Even his regular show, you know, it's not, oh, that was the fifth F-bomb in 10 yeah. seconds. Yeah, I have been there. Uh, yeah. And I did used to do that, and but it didn't really connect with me as a human. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit more vanilla as a human being. And so <laughs> with red hair, too. When, I'm, when I'm showing up with Rocky Road, it's <laughs> it's definitely, definitely not the right. You know, this isn't what I ordered. So, uh, no, I, I appreciate that. We we, you know. Last show, I, I, you know, let a couple F-bombs go and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I wasn't really proud of how I did, but I also got heckled. And so when you throw mm. me off, I'm going right. to revert back to the potty <laughs> mouth, you know, get you back on my side. So, What's your favorite comeback to a heckler? Uh, can you please not be funnier than me? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I believe I, believe, uh, I learned this not so long ago, it was a couple of years ago. If I, if I, um, I'm very good at insulting. I'm, I like it. Like, I'm very good. Like, we did the roast together. I love That's doing, right. that I love was doing awesome. roast. I like being brutal. I like being silly. I, like I being... believe the line about me was the fact that uh, we wondered what time I had to be back to Shady Rest. Something yeah, Shady like that. Grove, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shady trees. Um, <laughs> the, I, like, I, like, I like jabbing at people, but I found that if I, if I give someone a, a, a strange compliment, right, which is more fun, I think, uh, I get the same reaction and I still have everyone on my side. Right. Yeah. I, so like if I, I'm more likely to um, compliment you in a strange and uncomfortable way than, than tear you down. Right? right. And, and I think that's just a philosophy in life. I'm trying to live is like, I'd rather build someone up than tear them down, you know? Um, and so, that's yeah it's kind of a you know my hippy dippy philosophy you know <laughs> makes a person take a step back and go oh okay yeah yeah i mean i was there was uh i was at uh, brookings and there is this uh this guy in the front row and um i you know he he did something that caught my attention i don't remember what it was but then you know i could have just you know started making fun of him but i was like dude how many times do you hit the gym like cuz those thighs are incredible right those are those are thighs built for marble you know so like it was just it was uncomfortable but it was funny and i'm not tearing this guy down um but it was uh yeah i think it's i think it's so far my theory is working okay i'd like to hear that uh in the meantime you're going to be performing this weekend as part of snow jam yeah okay. I, i'm lucky enough to be op uh hosting um shannon Paul, okay. uh, Miss Shannon, and I've got to work with her. Uh, it was two Valentine's days ago at Running Aces Casino, and she is just a bonfire. Like she, she is a forest fire because it just catches and keeps going. Um, I don't know if that's the best example, but she, she is incredible. So I'm very excited to be be on that show, yeah. and then I'll probably host a, a showcase. Is there. there any open mic in this one? Um, we couldn't figure out a time for okay. an open mic this year. Um, but the unofficial kickoff is always the boss's open mic on Wednesday. So oh, if you check true. out the boss's open mic on That's Wednesday, true. I bet that 
I bet there'd be some new faces and, and some familiar <laughs> ones as well. So, well, looking forward to it again. Uh, today is officially the first day yeah. of the uh, three-day festival, and uh, you're going to have some things at uh, Remedy at the new Remedy that is their it's new the building, six eleven, six one one, and also out at uh, Travis Nye's place. Yep, and then and bosses the, and tea. Yeah. So the old tea steakhouse for those who right are the old heads. Uh, which is a great venue too and bosses have been so i mean all of our sponsors are great in our venue venue but boss has been around since the beginning so right we do appreciate that uh if i recall uh your venture into comedy started in college uh did yeah. you use your like uh, uh advanced class or you know it was a I whole semester independent, independent study yeah. yeah i did an independent study on stand-up comedy all my friends from improv were moving and I had a couple years of college left because yeah. uh, I wasn't a good student. And so <laughs> uh, they they were all leaving. I was like, I got to figure out how to be funny on my own. And so I always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do stand up or, or entertain in some way. And so I figured oh, I got to find something I can do by myself. And so I studied stand up. So it was, it was a very fun uh, uh, semester <laughs> of me learning how to how to do it. So. And then my first time, I performed in front of 320 people. I did 20 minutes, uh, which is way wow, too long. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. First time, 20 minutes in front of 320 people, opening for an improv act that I was also in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it went well. Um, I was on the prayer, uh, pray for people uh, list at church the next morning. Uh, if that gives any indication of what kind of comedian I used to be, right? Yeah, right. Uh, oh. My mom went to that show. It was it was oh. at eleven o'clock at night, and my mom went to that show. And people asked her how it was, and the line she said is, uh, "And this is in my bio. Uh, it'd be funnier if it was someone else's kid." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't teach him to say that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the standard two questions at the end, which you are a pro at now. Yep. So when not part of the entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? I just went skiing. Oh. Um, I'm very sore. <laughs> I'm very sore. Out, out at the bump? At the, at the Great Bear. Yeah. Great Bear, yeah. 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 I went skiing. It was so much fun. So that's what I do. I love that. I'm also a huge record fanatic. Um, so Still playing the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. audiophile. Uh, so just doing that and hanging out with my kiddo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, a hobby? Uh, have anything to do with foot apparel? Um, <laughs> I have a addiction. Uh, that would be an understatement. <laughs> I have an addiction to uh, footwear, primarily sneakers. Uh -huh. um, I have uh, a significant amount of shoes uh, that I like How to many? wear. Give, give me a, a ballpark figure on this one. Well, see, that's not, it's not truly fair. Uh, I just unloaded a bunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably up to probably up to 18 19 pairs of shoes that's not that bad no 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 okay then i won't say anything about uh handbag type yeah. you know over the shoulder <laughs> slings stuff to carry stuff in nothing I, along that line i also have a lot of storage <laughs> i need storage for I my storage yeah I, I live in 660 square foot with another human being yeah yeah so uh things are micromanaged when it comes to storage yeah, yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that you can't just add stuff no no and we can't just add on because we rent it's a discussion <laughs> it's a discussion of what yeah however we do have a snowblower coming Ooh. after what we've already had and we're even if 
we never use it again. What a great insurance policy it was then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I use I bought this and I never had to use it. It's the wonderful thing I've heard about a snowblower. Yep, and so we're crossing our fingers and everything else that we can. Yeah, uh-huh. I think Florida should get snow for a while. We should get warm. Actually, I think they had a freeze warning last night. That's great. Yeah, yeah. good for them. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Remember that year in 2023 when it froze? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's bring it. Let's switch. Let's switch hemispheres for a little while. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, good luck with the snow jam. Thank you so much. And, and we'll uh, see you there. Of course you will. And uh, everything be on snow jam because I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I love your comedy. I and, love and you. I love you as well, Nathan yeah. Holtz. And it's great to have uh, good people in this community entertaining people. Same, likewise. All right. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at XL Chiropractic. Improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation. 605-332-9235 or xlchiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. The Dave Holly Hour, like eavesdropping on a great conversation between two very interesting people. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? I, I should just have it just... I should say it once, put it on a recording, and then just hit it and say it's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And I love it when I get a first-time guest. And here's a young man that I've been wanting to have on the show for quite some time. I say that a lot, too. But, you know, everybody is so talented in this town. And you go to something and you see somebody new and you go, oh, i got to get them on the show. And then some people say, hey, i got to get back on the show because I've got this coming up and so forth so it's taken a while but we find him at a really good spot right now the source downtown where i just had to for the first time drink a hot beverage out of a straw i had dental work done this morning a little more extensive than i thought uh at least i can speak right now so josh how are you i am doing fantastic dave Thank i you love it when people say fantastic you know and, and i love uh, being around people like you that have uh, great attitudes about everything and you're upbeat and uh, you've certainly got a lot to be upbeat about uh you are one incredibly talented young actor 
Thank you. May I ask age? Yeah, 31. 31, okay. Yeah. Most yeah. people peg me as younger. Well, true. I was. Yeah. I, I was pegging you about uh, 25. Sure. Uh, and I suppose you get uh, responses like that. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, it's it's great to see you and, and have you on the show because uh, you are talented. Thank you. I have seen you do some in, incredibly uh, deep stuff. What do you think has been the biggest role that you've had that was, if you wanted to really dig into a character, what was that? Um. Yeah. You know, in the journey, just within getting involved in the Sioux Empire here, uh, each opportunity was very different, which is really nice to go into a new project and feel like you're not recycling the same type of thing. Right. So I really appreciate that. I would say on many levels uh, in Cabaret, that was mm. very deep and difficult in many regards uh, because I took what I was being asked to do quite seriously. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot of research as a cast on the history of what it all would mean and didn't mean. And I really tried to bring a lot of humanism uh, to something that's so marginalized normally. Not that it makes it any less bad, but to help under make people understand that uh, for people that don't know. I was a, a Nazi in right. cabaret, and but they're people, right? And so making people be shocked by the fact that that's who that character was was important to me because regular people ended up following a terrible thing for reasons that a lot of us, if they're put in a similar situation, might fall under it, not realizing yeah. what it all becomes. Well, and you know, and that just sets you off uh, right away that the the audience is going to go. <gasps> And second of all, a great many of them might also go, oh, no. And, and they'll be just you know, anti-you oh, yeah. the whole time, not taking in what your performance is all about. But right. to, as they're following the storyline, mm -hmm. they're going, oh, he's a Nazi. And, you know, and, and yeah. it's not going to be a happy thing. So, But did the people by the end of the show come out afterward and say congratulations on a wonderful job? Because that was a knockout performance. Thank you. It very mixed right there are some really? people yeah okay. well there are some people that were like i want to say something i just couldn't bring myself to want to talk about it and i'm like that's very fair i was gonna say, well that's also probably a compliment in its own way that you played the part that well i i would i would like to think so yeah. yeah um and that was the thing was um especially at the end of the show um, it, it didn't hit the exact same every time but there were some times where i just i really needed a hug because yeah. <laughs> the mentality that I tried to put myself in was such a foreign one to me, such a negative one, mm -hmm. that it, it, it wasn't, it was just a lot is all I can say about it. Um, and it did seem like it, it read pretty well and that made me happy. I will say the run length was about as much as I could possibly do of that. Yeah. I would not want to do it any longer, <laughs> nor do I want to do something that so lasts out of me in a while. You're not going to play that on uh, Broadway then? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I let, if someone called, I would at least think about it, let's be real. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> it, it would be a hard question. Well, you know what I always uh, get a, uh, a great joy out of is, is seeing how this theater community has grown yes. and the quality that we have now uh, because your performance was a knockout Tristan Chasing Hawks was a knockout mm -hmm. and uh, I think back to the first time where it really hit me was when we had gone to see uh, Tristan in um, Blood Brothers right and I mean at the end of that thing mm -hmm. the audience is silent because they're sobbing right yeah and it's just amazing and to see 
young people such as yourself and, and how you advance the acting ability in this community is just a, a, it's a joy to see. And we keep getting better and better. And the other thing is, people don't realize how much talent we have in this town and, and how widespread it is. All right, so we talked about the tough character then. Right. What's been the most fun? Right. Um, I'm not going to say a ton on it, mm -hmm. but I am extremely excited for Reefer Madness. Coming up with Good Night Theater Collective. Yes, it's going to be a weird show. It's going to be wonderful energy. I think the music's phenomenal. Um, and and I hope that people are really just able to enjoy it. Uh, it's It's been probably my favorite one to work with at this point. Well, I think uh, people, you know, they, they uh, hear the title, Reefer Madness. Mm -hmm. And for people that are unfamiliar with it, they're automatically going, oh, this is, you know, current and so forth. It's not. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this goes back to a malt shop long, long ago. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so I'm looking forward to it in, in that mm -hmm. regard. And um, that's the other thing is that, you know, we do touch on subjects now mm -hmm. that 20 years ago, for sure, we didn't. Right. 10 years ago, we might have or hinted toward it. Mm -hmm. uh, but now it, it's coming up and you're able to have fun with it, too. Yes. Okay. So your character is? Uh, I am the lecturer. Okay. Yes. So I am helping um, guide everyone through mm -hmm. uh, the story. Um, and I have a very poignant message that I am trying to send <laughs> to the audience. Uh, this is, of course, a satire show, right? right? So the things we are saying, um, the, the show is quite ridiculous, and that's the point. So yeah. everyone can agree to some capacity, whether it's because you're laughing at it or you think that we're right about what we're saying. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's really fun in that regard. What got you started in acting? Yeah. Oh, wow. So that was, I guess it was back in middle school. I tried every sport I could, and boy, was I terrible at all of them. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to just find something that fit and worked for me, and I got involved in middle school, and it, I did everything available to me at Lenox uh, from that point through mm -hmm. high school. Did a little bit in college, uh, took a break, and then came back here. So it's just been something that I, I just tried, fell in love with, and uh, it's just been something that I've resonated with for most of my life. So what made you fall in love with it? Okay. Uh, I would say, you know, if you asked me back then and now, mm -hmm. very different answers. Right now, the number one piece is 100% community. Making new friends, uh, finding people that are choosing to share themselves outside of their 40-hour work week to create something that's outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. It's just wonderful because it, it brings a certain type of person that you want to hang around and meet and become closer friends with. And that's why I love the rehearsal process is you're getting to meet a set of some some older, some newer faces and you get to grow and be a bit vulnerable with them and explore a space together. Um, and that's that's probably the my biggest enjoyment and what I truly love about it. All right. So back then, what was it? Yeah. Say that again? So back then, what was it? Back then, it was 100% attention-based. <laughs> it's wanting people to look what? at me, recognize me, um, tell me I'm good at what I do, all of that. Um, and that's like, there might be still a little bit of, of course, everyone loves being complimented, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't enjoy that. Um, but I would say that's definitely secondary now. 
Uh, it's more like you get that as well. But if I didn't have that, I would still be doing this right. uh, because I just enjoy the process. Yeah. Well, and uh, you're good about accepting that as well. I try to be. I'm, I'm uh, getting you know, better. <laughs> uh, because a lot of people, I don't know, you know, they'll brush off a compliment. It's like, no, somebody believed in you enough to, to tell you that. To, right not only praise you for what you just did, but hopefully continue to boost you to continue doing what you do. Right, and for some people, that's a really hard thing to do. And that's why I try to, because I'm someone that does struggle with approaching people. So if I felt moved enough to do that for someone else, mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't feel quite as good if they were to just brush it off. And so I do try to take it in that regard. It's like, well, thank you so much for potentially going right. out of your comfort zone to tell me what you thought. Um, so that, that definitely, inspires me to try to be more accepting of those things because it's depending on the day it's not as easy to be, believe it you know we, we all have our good days and bad days yeah what's been the best compliment you've received about your acting Ooh. that's really interesting um you know um i don't want to go into specific details right because mm -hmm. you don't because others are involved but right I, I was told in one of the shows that I w was in within the last year here that I just completely stole the show despite it not being <laughs> like the biggest piece of the show. Right. And and it's that concept of no no small roles, small exactly. actors. And and to be told that that everything I was doing seemed to be the right choices just that's what you want. And that's if, what you want if, to hear. if we're on the same track here, I, mm -hmm. I, I know of your reference and uh, yes. Fair enough. <laughs> it's very possible. So we'll go with that. All right. <laughs> what do you hope to accomplish uh, in your career as an actor? Yeah, that's a that's a wonderful question too. Um, so there are a few role type things that mm -hmm. I would love to hopefully uh, work up to. Um, I've never been like the romantic other. I think that would be very fun because I, I think I, I can um, do a good job of bringing those more intimate moments if asked right. to. So I'd say role-wise, that would be really awesome to experience. Um, otherwise, it's I just want to keep building the skills I don't necessarily have as well developed. Uh, I'd say dancing is the number one. Okay. So I am all about if someone's like, we want you on ensemble, I'm like, you're going to have to be patient. Yeah. I will get there. <laughs> and... So that's something where I want to become a better dancer. I feel like that's definitely my, my weakest piece. Um, but through a desire to not look too silly, I will get there. Uh -huh. yeah. So you push yourself then? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I just enjoy learning new skills. It's, it's uh, fun to get to that point when things start to feel more natural when before you, know, you had two left feet entirely. Yeah. How are you at uh, rehearsing lines and uh, learning your lines? Yeah, that's so that's an interesting question, too, because I actually recently had some discoveries. Uh, as some people will find out uh, in Reefer Madness, uh, I have a little bit of the heavier um, bits mm -hmm. uh, as a narrator esque role. Um, I, I'm so thankful for my experience with Lombardi, giving oh. me a lot of exposure to that preemptively, because this time around it was a lot easier. And I think it was because of that more recent exposure. Um, I'm one of those people who, even going into those first read-throughs, if they can give me the script a handful of days early, I want to read it like once a day. I want that familiarity because I want to be able to focus on the things that I won't be as strong in. And I don't like the idea of memorization being that weak point. Yeah. So I feel pretty good overall about good. my ability to get there. Yeah, so that you, the interaction then with your fellow uh, castmates is, is much 
more believable that way. And yes. it certainly wasn't Lombardi. I wanted to bring that up too, especially yeah. when you uh, mentioned that you didn't do sports well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, yeah. you're in a sports. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't a sports play. That was a human play. Right. And uh, I feel sorry for the people that didn't go because, oh, it's a sports thing. Mm -hmm. Now nah, you missed an incredible thing. You and Chris Andrews just, whew, what a wonderful was, guy to work with. Yeah, and what a cast. It, yes, yeah. they were all amazing. <laughs> I, I still talk to to all the Lombardi cast these days. It, it was a very nice, uh, close-knit family yeah. that came from that, and a wonderful experience for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and I really thank Jesse for giving me that opportunity in that role. He was a phenomenal director as well. It, it's uh, funny, you mentioned the friendship earlier, and now you use the word family, and that comes up so often when I'm talking to actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, so that each show that you're in, mm -hmm. that family continues to grow. Yes. Uh, in fact, you know, we haven't been in a show together, but mm -hmm. uh, everything I've been to and seen you in and so forth, uh, you know, we become friends in, in the yes. meantime. And, and I consider you part of uh, this whole family of community entertainers and artists and so forth. And in fact, there is a picture of us uh, from last year's Sioux Falls Stage Awards okay. that was taken in the lobby prior as mm -hmm. everybody's just milling around having a few drinks and so forth. And there's one of the two of us having drinks. And uh, so that will be the promo picture for you this oh, time wonderful. around in like the it. show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's just like, you know, here's somebody that uh, as little as three years ago, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't know. Right. And uh, here we are today sitting down like we've been doing it for a long time. Absolutely. And that's one of the other pieces of this whole thing is... I spent about three, four, five years uh, after college not really doing much mm -hmm. with my time. A lot of a lot of nothing, and and that's all kind of a, a blur. But this last two years, it's like life has slowed down so dramatically because of all of the involvement, all the things I'm doing. So if if people want to know, like, well, how do you feel like you're you are really using your time and like like making your life feel longer and more fulfilled it's like just just be doing things find things to be passionate about learn things to be passionate about and and you're gonna be like wow that was only a year ago <laughs> rather than saying oh that was five years ago i thought it was yesterday yeah um and it's been wonderful to be more involved and just feel like you have more of that sense of fulfillment yeah all right so reefer madness is coming up just a few weeks if, yes. is it even that far away now uh it's january 26th 27th and yeah. 28th okay yep. yeah uh, and uh, we've got our season tickets. Perfect. <laughs> we always do. And uh, beyond that, mm -hmm. what are you looking at? Yeah, so Goodnight has me down for one more show. Okay. There'll be um, God of Carnage will be happening after Reefer Madness. Right, so And that. then an animated cabaret comes after that, and mm -hmm. I will be in that cabaret. Awesome. Yes, so yeah. very excited about that one, too. We've got some of the details for what that process is going to start mm -hmm. looking like. Um that one should be more choreography heavy too, so I'm getting my wish for there working on a skill. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I've, I've, I very much, um, interestingly enough, before Blood Brothers, I had never been in a musical before. Really? Yes, because my high school, uh, our drama director and uh, vocal director, they weren't exactly uh, close. <laughs> Didn't really want to work together. And then in college, I kind of flipped more to the tech side um, before getting involved in, in musicals. I still mm -hmm. did music in other ways. Um, but so Blood Brothers was the first. And so that's something that I've also wanted to lean on is I want to do more musical-based theater because that's something I have less experience in versus straight shows. And so I'm really getting that um, 
getting that filled and I really appreciate it. Um, and it's also been something that's helped me feel more confident in myself too. Yeah, that's uh, incredible and uh, awesome at the same time. Uh, so it, once you have accomplished things, mm -hmm. uh, do you check it off uh, like a bucket list or anything? Or you just go, okay, we did that now, but we gotta do this next. Yeah, so like I said, there's maybe just one or two things that there's there's a box. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I just kind of, it's what's interesting, what's different, what's new. Um, and that's kind of how I function. I, I don't do a ton of planning per se, unless I'm getting poked and then say, can you do this far later? And then I'm not that good at saying no. So usually I'll say, yes, I'll, I'll go audition for, for whatever you might be asking me to do, assuming time-wise it works. Um, but otherwise it's just, I, I don't like overanalyzing too much. I like just going, taking opportunities as they come. What about directing? That's a great question. Um, I actually had intended uh, to audition to direct with Corson's uh, winter show. Okay. But then uh, we got the results with Goodnight and Reefer Madness and giving a decent amount of responsibility You'd have in that a show. Really full calendar to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm um, bless Clinton for, for the guy who's willing to overlap things. And I'm like, my brain could not do more than one show at the same time. Right. And I'm not going to try to ask myself to do that. So I did make that executive decision just based on timing that I'd give a back seat to that. It's definitely an interest though, uh, mm -hmm. directing, um, cause that would be an avenue where I think I could either excel in it or I drive people nuts or maybe a little bit of both. Or you <laughs> might uh, excel at it because you do drive people nuts. Yeah. That, that might there, just yeah, be right. your style. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but I, mean, I, I, I guess the reason I wanted to ask that was uh, mm -hmm. the fact that, uh, you know, most people will start off either acting or tech, but mm -hmm. you've been acting. Yep. You did tech in college a lot. Yes. And so you've got both sides of that. Right. And that usually leads to that third element then uh, yep, of it's, doing some directing. It'll definitely be based on probably opportunities, putting myself out there, seeing if I can find something where it's like this would make sense. Uh, to at least put my hat in the ring and hope and have those conversations and hopefully uh, build those, have built the relationships where people feel they could trust giving me that opportunity. So it's, that's definitely something I am keeping in mind 100%, uh, but, but nothing, nothing like particularly planned at this time. Uh, are you one of those that uh, likes the fact that uh, we've got a great uh, scene now going on for arts? And so you'll stay here, or do you have aspirations of uh, moving to a larger city to perform? Great question. I will say if I decide to go with life outside of Sioux Falls, it would have nothing to do with the acting side of things. And more really? so just uh, generally exploring okay. different lifestyles. Because yeah. um, I don't even know if I would choose to continue acting should I do that. I might, but, uh, but when I think about that, it's not the acting side of things. But I will say... When it comes to Sioux Falls, as an actor um, and entertainer, I'm, I am very content because there is more going on than anyone could ever imagine. No doubt. I will say, if I was to give any critique, it's we need to figure out a way to make these things a little bit more to everyone's ear and eye so that we can get the turnouts that we could. Because right. I think most of it is I hear people just saying, oh, I didn't know that was happening. Right. And... I am not the guy that solved this, unfortunately, <laughs> but, but I know that there's so much out there. And as someone who likes to get exposed to new things, uh, I know there's a lot of 
uh, art galleries happening. There's dance and things like that as well. And I want to be more exposed to a lot of this as well. And I know Sioux Falls offers all of it. It does in in a big, big way. Yes. Uh, and uh, hopefully we continue to get the word out because uh, I agree with you. And, and you're not the first one to bring that up, sure. uh, that uh, there needs to be more of a collective. Let's get it out there so everybody knows about it. Uh, you mentioned Clinton. Uh, yes. Just a little bit ago, and uh, you had also talked about uh, singing. Well, you did karaoke at Clinton's birthday. Yes, I did. Yes, and I thought you did damn fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so don't tell me you, 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 well, we all probably want to advance as best we can in our singing. Mm -hmm. That's why at the age of 58, two summers ago, I took voice lessons. Okay. Never yeah. too old. You know, I've no one I can speak all right. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I wanted to be just a little bit better at karaoke, you know. Hey, that and that's <laughs> I, I love that mentality because like we should always be learning and growing and finding new skills. Exactly. You know, and uh, it, it's funny because I bring this up from time to time that there's still something I got a D in a science class in college mm -hmm. before I knew that you could take it pass fail. <laughs> so it hurt the GPA a little bit, right. uh, but I still remember one statistic out of that entire class, and that was 35 years ago. And so it's like, in, there's things you can learn, even if you feel like you're not learning or you're disgusted with the process and so forth. Mm -hmm. So if something sticks in the brain, it was worth it. Right. No doubt about that. Absolutely. See, and, and for me, the one thing that doesn't stick in the brains are uh, scripts. But I am in a play mm -hmm. coming up. Right. Because I get to read mine because uh -huh. it's the introduction for A Night at the Theater. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Congratulations on oh, the casting. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, typecast, of course. You know, well, I mean, 1940s, the best of us. Uh, you know, uh, radio personality. Oh, there we go. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't pick a better, we couldn't pick a better person for it, though. True. <laughs> All right. And I was going to say, uh, to what you mentioned about uh, karaoke, yes. little fun uh, into my background, um, singing used to be the one thing that I could not shake my nerves for. Through everything oh, wow. I did in high school, like yeah. I, I performed okay with the different choir things I did, but if there's ever a solo or anything along those lines, my voice was so shaky, I was so nervous, oh. I couldn't get over it. Um, fast forward to college, um, I was in an acapella group, and I still was plagued with this unresting nerve that would affect my singing pretty drastically and it was in the later years of that and through just putting myself out there in karaoke i was able to eventually get over it and now i can just like with acting mm -hmm. and saying spoken lines you you're able to get darn near everything i have uh, on a dime without me fretting like that and so honestly for anyone that struggles with that the best thing you can do for yourself is just put yourself out there again and again and eventually you're, you're going to get more comfortable and you'll get over that and you'll impress yourself. Was that the same attitude you had when you started in middle school acting? See, if being honest, that just came a little more naturally. I don't okay. know why, but um, stage fright has never been too much of a plague for mm -hmm. me. Um, and yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the whys that singing did, but acting didn't. Uh, but for the most part, you could put me in any role, and boy, were there some ridiculous ones. And and Reefer Madness will be no exception to that. <laughs> you'll, you'll see some weird stuff. But uh, but none of that really really bothers me. I'm always pretty excited for it. Uh, yeah, singing was the only thing that ever really hit my nerves really hard. 
All right. What about being on a podcast? Um, you know, I didn't know. I'm feeling pretty good, though. Oh, Feels good. pretty natural. What's yeah. the conversation? You exactly. Know? It's just like uh, sitting down. Uh, I had a cup of coffee through a straw. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. All right. The final two questions that always come about. Sometimes the answer to question number one means we don't have to ask the second one. But uh, when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Okay. So... I guess there's going to be kind of two pieces to that. I, I, so we're saying outside of being a watcher and performer of the arts. Yeah. So if okay. if you're not performing, yep. What do you like to go? In because it's in the arts and entertainment world. Okay. So like I said, if I ever have someone that says, "Do you want to go watch this thing?" The answer will be yes, even mm -hmm. if I know I might not like it, yeah. just because I've, I've been surprised plenty of times. So I'm very much a yes man when it comes to a new experience. Um, I love supporting my friends that are in shows too. I love um, volunteering and worthing is always a fantastic time. Um, so I try to get as much of that as I possibly can. Uh, otherwise, in my more personal side, I'm a big anime junkie and uh -huh. I also spend a lot of time in the gym. Okay, yeah. Any other hobbies, Sally? Um. Let's see. I, I also really like board games okay. quite a bit. Um, What's the go-to? One choice out of your closet choice. of board games because you got friends coming over. Right. Uh, if I've got the required number, I love a hidden role game. There's a game called The Resistance where uh, no one knows who's who, but you're trying to figure out who the spies are. And it's like that mental psychological deduction game as you're doing these little missions that it gives you and you need the majority of your side to win the missions. Um, so it's, it's very much a thinking person's game. <laughs> and I was told yesterday, actually, that I'm very entertaining when I get very competitive because it's, it's not something that comes out very often. But those games, I, I very much care about winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a winner in our book. No oh, doubt about you. it, Josh Allen. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much, Dave. And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. -S -S -E -E. Or call 605-929-0964. Your time's up. Thanks again to those great guests, Nate Holtz and Josh Allen. Thanks to all the great people at Sunny's Pizzeria, where we had our conversation with Nate, and to all the great folks at The Source, where we chatted with Josh. And of course, thank you for listening, downloading, sharing, following in the social media, and your overall support of this show. If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, which automatically gets you entered for Pizza with a Podcaster. For all 163 episodes now, go online, DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Art South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, 
Every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffitt Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook, and you'll be automatically entered in our Pizza with a Podcaster contest. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 